Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. 2022 has been Red Bull and Max Verstappen's year, and they reminded everyone of it over the weekend in Texas. It's a victory that will give Red Bull the Constructors' Championship in 2022. It's celebrations for team and for driver on such a poignant weekend. Max Verstappen wins the United States Grand Prix. Yes, after an emotional build-up following the death of Red Bull founder and owner Dietrich Mastichich, Verstappen had out rival Lewis Hamilton to give Red Bull their first Constructors' Championship since 2013. But it's F1, so there has to be controversy, and they've been labelled cheats <laughs> by many for breaching the budget cap. To break down the significance of this breach and recap what it looked like another entertaining weekend in Austin is gun Formula One journalist Ben Hunt, who joins us online now from the States. Good evening, Ben. How are you? I'm good, thank you, guys. How are you? Uh, very well, mate. What's it like being back in the U.S. Grand Prix, Austin? Had it all? Yeah, it's mega. It's mega. I mean, it's a, it's a race that I've been coming to for a number of years, but um, the popularity has just grown and grown and grown. So every single time that we come back, there seems to be more and more people. This time around, there was over 440,000 people over the whole weekend. So um, absolutely boom. Booming, yeah. um, booming industry. You know, it's a good, good sign for F1. Fizzing, fizzing. What was the dominating conversation in the lead-up to the race, Ben? It's all about the cost cap. Um, F1 have produced <laughs> these rules, which basically limit limits people's spending. Um, and of course, Red Bull have fouled. They haven't they haven't stuck within the limit. They've spent too much. We don't know how much, and uh, they've been found to have broken these rules. And and now they're trying to work out this punishment. So, unfortunately, we're talking about off track stuff at the moment. And what's the take on all this from the rest of the drivers, rest of the teams, and what how severe is this punishment going to be in your in your eyes? You feel. Yeah, I mean, all the talk is, you know, the other drivers and, and teams are a bit upset. You know, they've managed to cut their cloth accordingly and, and, and they feel like they've operated within the limit. Um, and then the, you've got a team that's obviously gone over. Um, you know, there's a, a suggestion it's only a, 
a small amount. Um, you know, under under two million dollars is a, is the figure that they're looking at. I mean, say small. I mean that's still sizable when you can <laughs> consider just how much that that buys in in terms of spare parts and speed. So, you know, they're a little bit upset, and and of course they want Red Bull punished. Um, you've got to say in their interests, they actually want Red Bull punished for future, um, you know, future development to sort of you know, slow them down a little bit. That's really their focus. So it's all brinkmanship. It's all political. It's great. It's good for me. You know, it's writing stories. So, um, you know, it's all fun. Yeah, it's not good, though, <laughs> really, is it, Ben? You know, how, how much has it sullied their win, <laughs> Red Bull? This, um, I guess this, you're calling it a misdemeanor at $2 million. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. I mean, you know, F1, F1 works hard to, to boost this appeal around the world. And, you know, the Netflix Drive to Survive series has been incredibly popular. Um, but then you find that there's these elements which sort of come back and, and, they, and they, uh, they do tarnish the sport. That's the, that's the reality. Um, you know, you want to be coming into a race talking about great racing, competitiveness and obviously world championships. You don't really want to be coming in talking about cost caps and you know, people being unhappy, but it, it's all part of the political uh, landscape within F1. It's always been there. Unfortunately, that's just where we're at at the moment. Well, does it seem like McStappen secretly loves us, enjoys it when the card is stacked against him, <laughs> and he's able to win even when things don't always go his way, like the pit stop era, this controversy before? Yeah. He obviously had a lot of emotions yeah. riding on this race with the passing of the owner of Red Bull. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's a tenacious... Um, you know, tenacious competitor. Um, there was something different about him this weekend. He was emotional. I think that, you know, I think that a lot of people didn't see that. But when he was doing his press conference, especially after qualifying on Saturday night, he was visibly shaken and upset about the, the, the passing of the Red Bull um, founder. You know, you, you could see that. And I think that there was a sense of relief um, having clinched that team's championship. And you could see the way that the team celebrated. Um, you know, they were very pleased and, Obviously, rightly so, winning the championship first time since, you know, first time in nine years is a big achievement. So it was quite a fitting way. Um, I think it was also quite fitting for Red Bull, you know, the way that they are a company known for sort of extreme sports and just their attitude of, you know, being controversial, shall we say. And I just think that it was probably a fitting end to the season given the, you know, the tragic passing of their owner. And what about the, uh, the fans, um, Ben? You know, like there's some world-known rivalries between between certain individuals, the one between Verstappen and Hamilton. How was everyone yeah. taking that? Were they happy to see that back on? It's slightly different because Formula 1 really hasn't had this sort of rivalry with, with regards to fans. Yes, drivers have had rivals in the past. You've seen, you know, Senna and Prost, you know, a famous one. And, of course, now we've got, you know, Lewis Hamilton versus Max Verstappen. But the element that's slightly different this time around is the fans. Like, you know, it's almost tribal. It's almost like football in the sense that you know you're either a Lewis fan or a Max Verstappen fan and for me that's the interesting thing and, and watching it play out on social media is, is quite ferocious and, and pretty nasty at times but that's a slightly different element that we haven't actually seen within F1 before so you know it's interesting to watch um, you know they as two drivers they don't really like each other but they certainly do respect each other and I think that you know, that, that element is still there regardless of everything that they've gone through. I think that Lewis is able to appreciate just how good Lewis, uh, so how good Max is at the moment, and vice versa. Um, although they might not publicly say it, I think that they sort of do respect each other's achievements. 
Well, other fans, Ferrari, they would have been jumping for joy at the start of the season with Charles Leclerc <laughs> showing signs of bringing yeah. Ferrari back to the promised land. Well, how will Ferrari view this yeah. season for themselves? Another disaster. I mean, you know, it's been a total, <laughs> total disaster. I'm, a, I'm afraid there's no way of dressing this up. Um, you know, that car, if, if we're being honest, that car is the quickest car on the grid. You only need to look at the amount of poles that wow. they've had, um, you know, the two drivers, compared to Red Bull. You know, they've, they've absolutely smashed it on a Saturday. But when it's come to Sunday, the business end, they've either made a mistake, they've had reliability problems, <sighs> You know, all the drivers have made a mistake. So it's, it's really unfortunate for the way that it's worked out. And, you know, they've really got to pull the socks up and, and get everything together ready for another go next year. Hey, Bino, is, uh, I guess Haas, they, they scored some points at home. Are they happy with that? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's been a, a tough season um, for them. I mean, I think Mick Schumacher's been sort of a bit of a, bit of a letdown for them in, in some respects. You know, I think that they were hoping for more. I think they're obviously very pleased with Kevin Magnussen. Um, but yeah, scoring points at home is a big thing. Uh, it's an interesting one for that team. Obviously, they were sniffing around um, Daniel Ricciardo as well, and, and, and they were quite keen to get him involved for, for 2023. Um, you know, and he's he's out. You know, he's turned them down, which is a you know a, a surprise and perhaps a silly move because that car isn't actually too bad. I think that you know, had he you know taken that job, he, he could have sort of helped that team move forward, and you know he would have remained in Formula One. So. A little bit of a surprise from him to, to turn that down. And I think Hass a little bit disappointed too. All right. Well, on the home stretch, mate, uh, of the season now with the champions locked up. Just two quick questions before I let you go. Are you excited for Las Vegas? Sure. Formula One, that must excite you. And is there any storylines yeah. we should be dialed into going forward? Um, the first one, uh, Vegas, I can't wait. I'm super excited, actually. It's going to be really interesting. This is a, this is a, this is a race that F1 are putting on, and so... Like Miami, um, they're doing everything themselves. My only concern is that they haven't given themselves very much time. You know, look, you, you, you've got a, a year to get ready for this. Most circuits are sort of being built in two, three, maybe four years, and you have to get so much of it right. But they've only given themselves a very short time scale. So let's see how it works. I think it's going to be bonkers. I know all the hotels are already sold <laughs> out, and, you know, it's really going to be the hottest ticket in town trying to get in. But, um, yeah, I'm super excited for that. In, in terms of in terms of storylines and, and other things to look forward to, I think this cost cap's going to rumble on. I think that you know that's going to be a, a potential tricky one to navigate. So um, let's just see how that pans out. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of example they make of Red Bull and and Max Verstappen and Christian Horner. Mate, we appreciate you coming on our show. Take care, my friend, and uh, hopefully we can get you down under. Have you been to New Zealand before? Never been to New Zealand. Been to Australia a few times, but never that. Ne- never been a little bit oh. further on. I'm afraid. Well, we'll let you in. We'll let you in. Being that's it. Okay. One day. <laughs> that's the biggest insult you could ever say to us. <laughs> You've been to Australia, not New Zealand. Come on. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I need to make it. some more time, don't I? You do. You yeah. do, my friend. Appreciate it. Thanks so much, Ben. Thanks, guys. Bye. S E N Z. All we need is like a street circuit somewhere. We just need a Formula One circuit pop up. It's not going to be Pukekohe anymore. <laughs> maybe Hampton Downs. I don't know where they'd race Formula One. Definitely. Or maybe around the domain where they had the rally cars and then Ben could come down. Um, hey, the rest of the comp hate Red Bull, eh? <laughs> like, I know. Like Red Bull yes. are villains, 101. Red Bull are the Crusaders, aren't they?
<laughs> they haven't won, <laughs> haven't won that much yet, but they're getting there. But they, I know, but they always win, you know, and, and everyone always questions the salary cap. How do they get all those players under the salary cap? Yes, obviously Red Bull being called out. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what kind of example they set. Like this, is, like Ben was just saying, this ain't the end of this, and whether they do severely punish. Christian Horner and the Red Bull team and what sort of punishment they do are they going to strip them of some points going into next year and the, and the look it sets for Red Bull too like how often have they been doing this does, does this affect the previous years when they've won um, championship with Max Verstappen last year so like it's, it's, it makes for an interesting case I think Teams generally bend rules, right, Kempe? Like, like, like coaches and cap- like. What do you always say about coaches and captains? Your whole your whole idea is to go out there and try and cheat. You mean you mean to push the rules, like laws of the game, to find different ways around it? Well, it's kind of the same with teams and the rules that the you know the jurisdiction set, right? Yeah. No, no matter what happens, no matter what happens, no matter what sport, whatever you create to try and. Um, make it a level playing field, people are out there to bend it. Like, you know, you can talk about cycling, you know, talk about rugby, rugby league, um, with the wrestling and the slowing down of the ruck, and, and now you talk about uh, Red Bull, the spending of the money on, on you know, how, they, how they're going to beat everyone else because they, oh, we decided to spend a little bit more than you, but we're not going to tell anyone. Um, yeah, it's just it's the nature of it. It's, actually, when Nuzi was just talking then, I was just thinking, you know, it's just no matter what, people just cheat. <laughs> well, it's, like, it's like my mum. It's not like my mum when I was playing euchre. She always, she was always like, such a cheat. I, I think like spending money. Like there's a salary cap. That's where it stops. But and even salary caps. That, 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 Seriously, that's yeah. No, there's there's ways of going around the salary cap. You got third party. You got all this sponsorship and image rights, and there's ways of going around it. But when you go over that that figure, that's blatant cheating. Innovation, changing technology, you know, changing aerodynamics within that thing, and that's that's trying to find ways around the rules and bending the rules. But when you step over that money line, that's just blatant. Black and white. You've just broken the rules. Black and white. It's simple. Yeah, it is. It is simple. I'll tell you what's not simple, and that's exactly the first thing you said, Izzy. What do they do with them? How much of an example do they make? Because we know what power does in the Formula One. And, um, hey, watch this space, especially if you're a Drive to Survive fan. It just creates Could they more... strip them? I don't know. I oh, see, I would. You think of the salary cap when Melbourne Storm got stripped? That's exactly right. I would. I'd take, I'd take it off them because it's a it's... – it's such an uh, unlevel playing field that you're trying to get to the top and you've got no chance. Have to trade Greg Inglis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying any names, but, you know, it's just an un- un- unlevel playing field. And if you, want to, if you want to do that, like, fine, but have a competition for it. Like, see, so you can outdo oh, each other. Oh, yeah, your whole, um, your whole cheating Olympics. Yeah. yeah just, you <laughs> know, if you want to, you want to go and do that, then go and have a competition where it's that, that's what the rule is. Elon, well, that's kind of what the space race is, isn't it? 20, 20 minutes past seven o'clock. Here with Chemist Warehouse, great savings every day. Just super rich people trying to build the best technology they can. And that's what we're trying to get Formula One to avoid. It's curious, though. Double eight, double three. <laughs> are you a Max Verstappen supporter or are you a Red Bull detractor? It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.